And now, a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. Well, Dr. Debbie, you know in my spare time I do a lot of blog reading. Oh, yes. Because that's where you get quality information, right? Yes. (laughs) I was on the Daily Vet, which this is a blog, uh, I believe, published under PetMD, which I believe is published under WebMD, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. And yeah. there's, a, there's a veterinarian on here that is anonymous. She won't tell me her name, or he won't tell me her name. There's nowhere in the article her name, because she's, she's confessing, confessing to things that she accidentally did during her practice. Uh-oh. I wanted to ask you, Dr. Debbie, if any of these <laughs> things have ever happened. And by the way, I will repeat, I trust Dr. Debbie implicitly yeah. with our animals. She's the best vet well, I Wait know. a minute. She can't do this anonymously now. No, she can't. Well, no. Hey, but, I have no problem answering this because, you know, as anybody in a major town knows, when you go to the veterinarian, you're not just seeing the veterinarian. There are many other hands that touch your pet and that have contact points along the way. Sure, sure. So maybe in a small town, a veterinarian is the only one handling your pet. But, you know, I um, have staff members that do a lot of these routine tasks that this doctor has said, um, you know, has had a problem with. Um, so sometimes the, the little oopses that you forget things, um, it's because there's a staff member that is their job to make sure, you know, all bandages are removed, all IVs are removed. And if that hasn't happened, ultimately it falls on my back sure. as, the, you know, the veterinarian. But, you know, I don't do each and one every one of these tasks. So, yeah, sometimes these kind of things happen. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, but we try everything by having protocols that these won't happen and we do what we can to prevent it. Okay. So this first one is forgetting to take out the IV catheter when a pet goes home. Forgetting to take yeah. out the IV. Have you really? Has somebody? Oh, yeah. That happens. Well, see, especially with a furry pet, um, because when we put an IV catheter in, we tape it in, and uh, we often put bandages over it to secure it. Um, but in a furry animal, it can get missed. Um, so, yeah. And at our office, we have different protocols. Uh, we actually have a timer that says uh, when that goes off is when the IV catheter is supposed to be removed. Um, some clinics only use a certain color bandage, so it's like bright pink. So it always gets noticed before the pet leaves. So you just have to find a strategy that works for your office. You know, I drove away from a gas pump once with without taking out the IV catheter. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very messy. What about leaving the thermometer in? Have you ever left the no, thermometer in? No. This is, a, I mean, this is more of a large animal okay. issue. Um, and the, the thing with the large animals are we use, um, they actually, we have strings um, uh, that go to the end of the thermometer oh, so good. they don't get sucked in. Yeah. Um, but in generally, in dogs and cats, we don't leave a thermometer in and walk away. Uh, we do hold it in place. Because a lot of times, honestly, a dog or cat will push and it comes right out so we keep pretty much keep our hands on the on the equipment for a dog or cat okay this anonymous vet also admits that she accidentally cut a patient while removing bandages yeah it can happen Uh, we do have specially made bandage scissors uh, where this doesn't happen um, as likely Um, but certainly older pets cats with really thin skin um, it certainly can happen so there's certain kind of tricky areas in the body we know to try to avoid like the little flank um, some certain areas around the armpits Um, so yeah we just try to tread carefully along those areas I would imagine you get a lot of poop samples coming in and out of the uh, labs there. And oh, yes. Do you ever mix yes. them up? Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes I mean, we could have at our office probably, I'd tell you about 40 samples a day of poo. So that's a lot of juice coming through yep. the door. Yeah. So, um, you know, the best things are for Wait, did you just that- say dookie? Yeah. Is that okay? I'm sorry. I just wanted to confirm that's what I heard. Okay, go on. 
dogs do dookie. Um, So the best thing I usually do is if a client brings in their poop, I do request that they put their pet's name or their name on it in some fashion. But that's the biggest thing is making sure we get it in the container with the label on it so we know whose poo or whose dookie is it it does belong to. Uh, what about under surgery, uh, under anesthesia when they're in surgery? Did you ever forget to like do a procedure or do something while they were under? Oh, yeah. I really? mean, that can happen. That Just can. In the course of a busy day, um, it's usually innocent, but um, many times we'll add things on during the conversation with a client. They'll say, oh, while well, we're there, could you take care of that little mass under his eyelid? It just kind of bothers me. And we'll be like, yeah, we'll take care of it. But then it doesn't actually get in our minds and on a piece of paper and it can get forgotten so um, my recommendation is always have an estimate that has everything on there and it's nice to know that your vet may throw things in for free but if it's on the paper it's more likely to know that it's going to get accomplished Mm. a couple other things this uh, anonymous vet confesses to is mislabeling the meds as well as the dreaded syringe malfunction this is yeah what is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, mislabeling med, meds, it, you know, that can happen. And there's definitely a lot of protocols, at least our state does require be, to make that not happen. Um, the, syringes can have, and I think the story she's covering is when a pet is being put to sleep. Okay. Um, it's, it's a thick solution. And um, if the syringe isn't tightly put together, it can actually kind of spray out Ooh. of the um, syringe. So um, that, that can happen. So generally, we, we try to make accommodations to make sure we always tighten the syringe and using an appropriate size catheter and needle so that it goes in. Um, it's not anything that hurts the pet, um, but, you know, it's very disturbing when you see, you know, any kind of syringe. It could be a vaccine, too, where it can just kind of squirt out of the syringe and end up all over your hands or on the pet. Um, so we just don't want that to happen. So Okay. Well, I salute this anonymous person, whoever you are, he or she, for bringing this information to your blog and hopefully preventing any of these things from happening to other veterinarians. Dookie happens. It does happen, apparently. (laughs) You're listening to Animal Radio. Visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.